0: Hello and welcome to 20 Tim Minutes, a podcast that focuses on mental health in a serious but yet humorous way. Listen as I interview a wide variety of guests where we show our support as well as sharing our own personal struggles and stories with mental health. I am your host, Tim McCarthy, and now it's time to talk about it. Hey, what's going on, everybody? You're tuning in to another episode of 20 Minutes. I am your host, Tim McCarthy. Today, we have on Sam Mitchell, who is a teenager living with autism. He brings you the podcast Autism Rocks and Rolls. Although Sam has an obstacle in the past and still has his daily struggles, he's using his platform to take away the stigma off of autism and other conditions that many think are disabilities. He wants to prove that he's not broken and does not need to be fixed. Sam Mitchell, how are you, my friend?
1: Hey, buddy, I'm okay. It's good to be here.
0: Yeah, I'm glad. So anyone listening, me and Sam uh, had some uh, technical difficulties trying to set up uh, uh, an interview, which was 100% my fault. And I thank you, Sam, for sticking by me and, and, and doing this interview with me, pal. Yeah,
1: don't worry about it.
0: So Sam, let's start off with the podcast, Autism Rocks and Rolls. We know you're doing great things and want to take away the stigma around autism, but what made you want to do it in the form of a podcast? And then how did you come up with the name?
1: Uh, start after I joined my high school's media club, but I figured I can't be a senior high school forever, so the only way to continue my media skills was to start my own podcast, and that's where Autism Rocks and Rolls was born. The name came came from my well, sort of my mother. She kind of said, like the English teacher Cyber came out. She said, "Well, what's your purpose?" And I thought, hmm, I didn't think of that. So that I, well, I thought I can use this opportunity to do something good for the world. Actually, can I? So I'm going to help someone. I think is what I want to do. So then I'm like, wait, what do I what can work here? So we learn. We know have autism. So that's where that came from. The Rocks and rolls part. We went down the hobbies list of mine, and I a big fan of rock and roll music, like Elvis, Nirvana, Guns and Roses. That's where Rocks and rolls came from. We tried rock and roll, took in Rocks and roll, taken rock and rolls, taken. So we just added the S's.
0: Perfect. That's the smartest way to do it. Just, just make your own brand and take it. Um, that's awesome. So, what are the bands you like? You just said Elvis, Nirvana. What else you like?
1: Uh, ACDC is a big one of mine. Awesome. Um, Nickelback is definitely one of them. I and then I, I mean, it's more. It's maybe variety. I mean, I like some others. Like I like some country, like Luke Bryan and some of that. But a lot of rap too. Oh yeah, I'm a big I'm a big hip hop
0: and rap guy. Who do you like? Um, Notorious Big. Oh, you're my god, that's my all time favorite. I knew I loved you. And um, Eminem. Eminem yeah,
1: Eminem, big one. And then oh, there's the other rock guy I was thinking of, Skillet. Skillet, that's the other rock band.
0: Perfect. I actually don't know Skillet too well. I'm gonna go check them out after this. Oh so yeah, Skillet's,
1: I, Skillet's pretty good, man.
0: I always like music suggestions. Um, that's perfect, man. I appreciate it. Um. So your mother helped you with the with the name. So tell us about your mom. Uh, what does she mean to you, and how does she contribute to the podcast?
1: Oh, she can. She's my editor. She can't make it because she's teaching. So I totally get that. <laughs> um, but she means a lot to me. I mean, we, we she's probably been probably the number one fan of mine. And my family has been a very supportive family, so I can't complain. But that's what she means to me.
0: Perfect. Perfect. And uh so me and you, people listening, me and Sam have a lot of great tastes together. This is great. Like we like the same music, same notorious big. And uh we have a lot of the same guests, uh, and talk to the same people. So we're both big wrestling fans. We're definitely gonna talk wrestling at the end of this, because I know me and you are premier wrestling fans, but you interviewed Mick Foley and uh he's one of your all time favorites, and then you also interviewed Al Snow, who I interviewed. How was it talking with Mick Foley? Because so I know he's one of your uh favorites, if not the favorite. Oh.
1: The best part is with him is um he is a he's very gracious, but I we can consider him a friend because I met him uh, four times, like one, two, three, four. The first time was really just at a um toy pit. And no, it's not the four horsemen. I'm not trying to do that. Yeah, that's what I was trying to do. <laughs> uh, I figured. Um, but I met him at a toy pit. This was before podcasting, but BC autism rocks and rolls, I guess, is what you call it. Um, and it was just meet and greet. We were very, it was a pretty good guy. Just talked for a little bit. I didn't mention I have autism. I I, I don't think he knew about that, but we started to know each we, um, We just talked for a little, and I thought, oh, great. This is awesome. Thanks. Have a good day. I never expected to meet him the next three times. The second time, I was on another pro wrestling podcast, and before I got big, people would say, well, who's your big dream guest? Well, I, I kept saying, Mick Foley, Mick Foley, Mick Foley, Mick Foley, because I met him, A. B. He's a phenomenal wrestler because of just the bumps, and I respect it personally. Um, so I guess this pro wrestling podcast called the A and C Pro Wrestling decided to surprise me with, um, um, I guess, a little meet and greet with Mick Foley. It was, wasn't that big, but we chatted for a bit again. And he and he and I asked, "Hey, you want me on the show?" Because I, fun fact, he has a son, the Spectrum. Yep. And he said, "Sure." So I think it was, um, blah, 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 blah. I think it was sometime like in, I can't remember when, but I think it was sometime like in the summer or something like that. And we did the interview. I had 30 minutes with him. So I was grateful for that, but it turned out well. And the fourth one was recently, I think last month at some point, he's from Bloomington, Indiana too. So we, he actually is going to be in the Coniac in Bloomington, Indiana. And we saw tickets, and I thought, ooh, we want to go see our friend again? And then he did. And the cool part was we went through. He didn't recognize me. And then he saw our shirts that we had. We were wearing Autism Rocks and Rolls shirts just to help him out. And then he walked by and said, Autism Rocks and Rolls. And he said, wait a minute. I've been on that Pakistan. I? and then I took up the mask and it's like, hey buddy. <laughs>
0: that's awesome. Yeah, he's a genuine guy. We were talking about that before we recorded. He's one of my favorites too. And I'm glad that uh how well he was with you. Um, because everything I've heard about him, he's he's just he's the best. So that's that's a great story to hear um you said something interesting right now you said uh when you first met him you didn't tell him you had autism and that's uh a great segue here because just you you can't tell somebody by looking at them that they do have autism um because we're all we're all equal here so for those who may not know with being with you being um with having autism how would you explain it to somebody
1: it is basically the in society, a it is a neurodevelopmental conditional disorder where people struggle with social cues and have no filters and that stuff. But in a way, to me, my definition is just a different way of thinking.
0: I like that simple, effective, and to the point, my friend. I like that a lot. Um, Thank you. Yeah, no problem, man. Uh, was there a certain moment or a series of things that you realized that there was a stigma around autism, and why do you think that is?
1: Well, I'm. Well, doing the podcast was really just for fun and a hobby at first. But when it turned to a business and got sponsors, I had to like I didn't like force myself, but I think I saw a scene through different. And I think the stigma is we have been a long way. And I will give props that we've been from being institutionalized to being aware. And that's a good step. Believe me, I would never diss that. But I don't think sometimes we're accepting of it. You know, we tend I mean I've been excluded a lot of my life. I've been bullied a lot of my life because of the autism. And that stuff needs to stop.
0: I agree. I agree ASAP. with you. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Now, something like that. How did you find out that you had autism? It was someone that uh, told you go
1: to the doctors? Um, I was diagnosed when I was four and I hated loud fireworks. That's all I know. I was really young. So I was four years old. That's how young I was. But I was told about being autistic when I was six and I uh, um, had a book read to me. It was kind of funny. I had understanding Sam. So it was kind of an irony, I guess, a little. Yeah. So, but then when I read that, I think my life made a lot more sense. I thought, okay, this is why I'm getting This is why I'm getting bullied. Because I told, I mean, at young life, I wasn't told and it didn't make any sense. And I respect the fact you told at six personally, but I don't know. Maybe. When they're not to understand English, maybe tell them. Right. Younger. That makes sense. That's a future I, advice for parents.
0: I like it. I like it. I'm glad. We, we definitely have some parents listening to this. And I'm with you, pal. Uh, I don't like fireworks either. So
1: we're on the same page. We I have love a lot of fireworks
0: now, but back
1: then it was like I'm in the, I'm in the freaking um, basement.
0: Oh, see, I don't like them at all. I hate that feeling when you can feel it in your chest. I just—I don't
1: get like startled. I will admit that, but there are certain loud noises I like if I know it's coming. Like I know haunted houses are loud and stuff, but when the people go, boo, 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 you know that stuff. Ugh.
0: see, I don't go into haunted houses either. I don't. I don't. I don't like just noises. I don't think either. Like uh, haunted
1: houses, I always freaks me out because
0: there could be a real like killer in there.
1: Well, that, but A, for me, it's getting startled. It's, I hate it. I hate that feeling to me because, one, it raises my blood pressure and, two, it makes me want to react and it's not necessary. You know, like the music parks, you know, they always have those Halloween things. Yep. Where they go, boo, you know, like 24-7, like trying to scare you from behind. Yeah. You know, it's funny the first few times, and I could probably see that. I, I like to scare people, too. I'm awful with that. But after a while... It gets annoying. You're just like, really? <laughs> Enough. I, I mean, it got so bad that I had a. I think we had to go to the amusement park once in Halloween. I wore um, it's like this bracelet where um, you when it where they said like it's like boo protection where you want to get scared by them. <laughs> it wasn't me being like a baby, It was just me being. I am I am not dealing with this balloon. I do not to be startled. I'm gonna enjoy my experience. Get it away from me. Yep. Yeah.
0: It's a smart move. That's a smart move. Now, you brought this up too, because I'm very anti-bullying myself. What was that like growing up being bullied?
1: Oh, it sucked, but it's it sucked worse when you didn't know it someone told me. It's like when you're being told, hey, you're being bullied and you're not seeing it. It's like, I am? You little you know, it's kind of like a frustration that you didn't realize it on yourself, but it's also a frustration that they're pretending to be nice to you yet. They're really mocking you right behind your back. They're hiding in plain sight, sort of. Hiding in plain sight. That's
0: actually a good way to describe it. Why do you think people bully?
1: Because it makes the other person better. It makes them feel better. I mean, I know that I mean, I would I don't I don't think it's right. Bullying's never right. But there's a problem with that. There's not a problem just with us, it's with them too. You know, if bullies aren't getting enough attention. Then how come, or because of a certain reason, why can't we figure that problem out that way? We don't have to deal with the bully. You know, ask them. Okay, why do you bully? What is the reason? And you know, if you tell me the truth, we can probably fix her up and see uh, what we can do to help you out of that situation where you do not have to bully.
0: Did you ever do that with somebody? Did you ever ask them why they were bullying you and actually gave you uh, an answer?
1: Uh, not that I can think of. I mean, I'm, I'm. I mean, I like to have fun in life. I'm. Probably, I probably bully my friends half the time, playfully. I mean, I don't like push them around or anything like that. But I, I do like to mess with people sometimes.
0: Oh, there's a there's a definitely a difference. I'm the same way. Like you, you, joke with your friends, but like bullying people that you're not friends with is a uh, there's a fine line, and those people need to. Uh, get oh, I their- mess. Sometimes
1: I think I mess with people that aren't my friends or you know close, you know close knitted, or sometimes not close knitted. But I'm not bullying them. It's like, hey, I'm not bullying you. I'm not, I'm just having some fun.
0: Take a breather. Right. Not uh, not mean-spirited, as we would call yeah. you. Bingo. How, how do you think we can change bullying and, and stop it?
1: Well, first of all, as I said earlier, talk to the people. But secondly, just show respect to people. I mean, at least show respect. I mean, you don't have to like the guy. You don't have to like the person next to you. I mean, you don't. I mean, you're not going to like everybody you meet. But... I think it's fair that you that you show them. You don't have to like give them or show or show any, but well, you kinda need to show them, but don't you don't have to give them, but at least pretend even to respect them or show respect.
0: What do you think of it when someone says this, that they that you have a disability? How does that feel?
1: I mean, it's I'm not gonna deny it. I mean, there's no normal. First of all, I wanna say that. Correct. So if you're saying I'm just because I'm not normal, you're nuts. But if you're saying I have a disability in this, yeah, you're right. I have a disability in math. I'm not going to lie. I have a disability in socializing with receptive language. Yeah, I'm right. But I'm not fully disabled completely. I'm not fully stupid. You know, I'm not like hand bound to where I just have to be in the bed, bedroom
0: 24-7. You're very self-aware, which a lot of people don't have, and I commend you for that. And uh, you, did you do a lot of learning on your own?
1: Yeah, that's sometimes self-help is the best. That's the best teach. Is I, I mean, granted, I ask for help when I need it 24-7. I'm very open about that. But sometimes they have tried to help me, and it just wasn't going to work. I mean, I knew, like, guys, this isn't working. So I just basically decided, you know what? The way I'm going to learn is I teach myself. I have to teach myself what to do.
0: Was there anybody? You know,
1: I don't understand finances. I find it, you know, like with money and stuff like that. Like I don't mean like find like find change or anything like that. I, I mean I used to show it that, but that's a whole new ball game. But like a big business finance business finance sheet, I probably have, I think I need to tell my mother, hey, th- you're not going to show me this. Apologize, but you're not. You're, I might have to learn this one on my own. I think and just learn it the right way.
0: Yeah, That's the smartest way to go. I'm not good with finances either, my friend. We have a lot of similarities. So there is no normal. I agree with that. I tell people that all the time. So you, uh, we are on the same wavelengths a lot. Now, was there anybody outside of your family that was very like supportive and nice to you that you can think of like a friend, a stranger, oh, or yeah. an interaction?
1: Oh, yeah. I have friends who are extremely supportive and very good people or try to be, a, or definitely good people at least. Some more than others, but Yes, I would say I have like an outside group as well. Some actually on the spectrum. Some are actually physically. um, One of them's physically disabled. Um, So because and why I do that really, why I seek out those people and people who I don't want to say are weird, but are eccentric and society would see something wrong with them. Like if they're this is probably true. I'm going to keep their name anonymous, but they know who they are. If they're gay, example, or if they don't feel like they're deserved to be in the world because of a trauma, because of a trauma or they're dealing with abuse abusive parents. These people I tend to seek to because they don't know how to act. But i what I'm gonna do is I feel like now with this podcast, it's my job to show them why they can be themselves and why they can act like themselves regardless of regardless of the situation they're in. As long as no one's getting the only rule is no one has to be getting hurt and I think you're gonna go with that. Everyone should
0: just be able to be themselves without uh, getting made fun of.
1: His, yeah, relax. Uh, I mean, I, I'm myself with everyone the same. It, oh, it's weird. There's this. And I know in a sociology the other day when you're you behave differently around certain people. Like sometimes you'll behave differently around a friend than a grandparent. I cannot do that. <laughs> I can't do that. The same. Uh, the way I'm with my friend is the way I'm with some of my grandparents.
0: That could be good and bad, but I feel like that's how it should be. Oh, yeah. Because you're, you're it's, being... I think
1: it's it's got to be like some lectures when I was a, a child. But for me, I, I told my parents, guys, I have to be that way. Because if not, it's going to be a bad chain reaction. And I will be too nervous 24-7.
0: And that's you being authentic 100%, Sam. That's yeah. uh, I love it. I love that. Thank you.
1: But it's me also trying to relieve the nerves to say, you know, I don't have to feel the pressure of acting a certain way with my grandparents. And then I can then transforming and turning to the friend and not acting the same, then acting the same to grandparents, which you don't want to do, and I wouldn't want to do that. So this is the only way I know is to be the same around everyone.
0: Don't fix what ain't broke, my friend.
1: Yeah, it ain't broke.
0: (laughs) Perfect. Um, Is there different types of autism?
1: Uh, Yeah, there's like high functioning, low functioning, middle functioning. But regardless, I mean, then there's some others like ADHD. I think that's kind of sometimes autism. Uh, I think it's PDD, persuasive developmental disorder, where sometimes you persuade things a little differently and it kind of confuses you up a bit. But yeah, there are some different forms to answer your question. But I don't care who you are regardless. I think you got a talent, whether you got PDD or low-functioning.
0: Every, everyone can contribute like like our friend from John from John from John's crazy socks entrepreneur like yourself like he he has a great business he has other people um with um the same spe- uh, like possibly on the same spectrum down syndrome um autism like he's doing great things uh so he's he's up there with you man you get good people oh yeah,
1: I mean, and the best part is what people they don't understand what they're missing out sometimes you know i when I talked to Tim McGgraish, she once said. 70% of people on the spectrum and some with disabilities are not getting jobs. That is a problem. Yeah. And the reason being is they can't keep a job because one people communicate. Next thing you know, your, your butt's fired. Okay. Yeah. You got to deal with that. I won't lie. I'll probably, I'll probably smart an employee by accident. And here I am on the streets <laughs> or got fired, but let's look at what we can do. You know, there's a lot of better skills than that. There's being on time pretty darn most of the time and lots of the time. There's our punctuality skills. We'll come to work, work our butts off until it's done, and leave. Pretty basic. We'll also probably not only work our best, but care about the job and want to be there. Have the proper motivation to do the job, I guess, is another way to put it. How do you stay motivated? The way I stay motivated personally is, Live my life. Live my lifestyle. Like, live every other day like you do not have tomorrow, because tomorrow is just honestly a privilege.
0: I like your uh, positivity, and that's some good motivation for me. I uh, I kind of needed that today, so thank you. Um, how does it feel being an entrepreneur? How's that?
1: Uh, it's definitely. Keeps me busy, and I wanted that. I was used to complain before the stronger Man. transformation of me. I always said, "Hey, mom, I need a life. I need a life. I need a life." Finally, I have one. So it's that's the beauty of it. I think people on the spectrum, including or at least me, have to keep going and just keep working at stuff. i I can't just sit around and not do something. I mean, watching TV that's a different ballgame because I feel like I'm watching the television. That's something. As far as just sitting on the couch and just staring at the wall, that ain't gonna happen.
0: Same way, same way, pal. What uh, what are your next goals?
1: The goals for me is probably just to get through college at least this year. I'm at Ivy Tech right now in Bloomington, and then I'm gonna to transfer to Vincennes for either media or tourism. So we'll see which one happens or if it happens. But that's the goal for now. And as far as podcasts, I always tell people, ask me in five years and we'll talk again because the way I'm taking this podcast is one day at a time.
0: I like it. I like. It. How do you do in school?
1: I think I do all right. I mean, college is college. It's going to have its days, but I'll do the best.
0: Definitely, definitely stick with it. I was, uh, I dropped out. Couldn't handle it anymore. <laughs> um, there are some
1: days where I want to, but I got, I, I'm staying in it for the media and what I can do.
0: Right, exactly, exactly. Um, so, what would you recommend our listeners uh, that they could do to help out and support uh, with your mission?
1: The best way to support the mission is one. I would say donate on pay on PayPal. That's maybe a way, but just really with far as far as mission goes, um, celebrate and showcase the success of autism and others. Really, that could be something. Is not don't start to showcase just people on the spectrum because. But one, they do need to be celebrating. I'm not saying that, but show the the success of everyone, their differences and their similarities.
0: That's perfect. I like that a lot. So everyone, listen out there. Listen to Sam. Now let's have some fun. I think we talked about this last time. Do you know? Do you know your WrestleManias? Yes. What do you, What do you know about each one? I forget what it was.
1: The main events.
0: Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna test that knowledge. You ready? Oh yeah, sure. Okay, I'm gonna go. Oh, I don't know Roman numerals. <laughs> oh no, I
1: got it. I got it. WrestleMania 13 main event. The 13, you say? Yep. I always have the key so I can... Okay. Um, Undertaker, uh, the Undertaker versus uh, Psycho Sid. Believe it or not, Psycho Sid is one of my like very fans. He's on the bottom, but he's definitely one of my favorites. Um, I think what happened was, I think Sid got Tubestone and then Undertaker won the belt.
0: Yep. Yep. You know it. Okay, here's a tough one. I think this is a tough one, all right? WrestleMania 11. 11? You yep. say,
1: oh, oh. Bam Bam Bigelow and Lawrence Taylor. Because I think I'm having him with the forearm, and then uh, the first one, I think it's celebrity won the main event, actually.
0: That is that is amazing. All right, I'm going to give you one more. Let's see how you do here. I'm going to go—oh, man, there's so many good ones. Let's go WrestleMania
1: 9. WrestleMania 9, you say? Yep. Bret Hart versus uh, Yokozuna. Bret Hart, we trying to put the sharpshooter, but here comes food, Evil Fuji throwing salt in the eyes, and You got a winner. I love it. And Hulk Hogan. I kind didn't of interfere. Then you have another main event, which is Hulk Hogan versus Yokozuna.
0: See, I was seeing if you were going to get that correct, and you did. You nailed it. I was because everyone always thinks they they remember the Bret Hart Yokozuna, but then Hulkamania
1: comes out and runs wild on Yoko. Yeah, but then Yoko kind of put down Hulkamania. The next pay per view.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh man, you uh you are top tail with this information. I love it. Now let's let's go with this route. We just Survivor a series. Just happened. If you're a manager, what team are you putting together?
1: If I'm a manager of a Survivor Series, that's going to be difficult. Probably I got to get the bigger stars today. I'll probably have to make the head of the table and the beast work together. So definitely Roman Reigns and uh, Brock Lesnar. And then probably let's see who's another big star or a probably um probably Sami Zayn with his not because of his style but because he's so damn smart at the time. And then Drew McIntyre. Those are your. Um, And then probably the final one, there's a wild card, um, to say the least, is for um getting a lot of purchases with Roman because they're on the same page all the time. Seth Rollins.
0: That's a good one. That's a that's a team that ain't losing, I feel like. Um you're a smart man. I love how you know wrestling. I obviously I'm a I'm a big wrestling fan too. Got my wrestling action figures, got my Shawn Michaels shirt on. So I I, I had to come correct with you. Now, I know I know I was giving you a heads up about this. So say you're a wrestler. Yeah, we'll just go with Pro Wrestler. You're coming out to the arena. Sam Mitchell, what song is
1: playing? Uh, It's Hit Me With Your Best Shot, but not by Pat Benatar. It's by Adana.
0: Oh, all right. All right. That's a great pick. I like that.
1: If that's the horror twist to it, if you heard it.
0: Yeah, no, I definitely did. I definitely did. I'm going to listen to it again after this. Now let's wrap up with this, Sam. What are three things that you're grateful for today, my friend?
1: Happiness, life, and family. It's Got the best part. It's the best part. It's all you really need to be happy.
0: Yep. Yep. And things, at least. Exactly. And you're you're spreading that, man. You're doing such a great job with your project. You're such a great person. Big heart. Very smart. I feel like there's gonna be way more big things coming your way, and I'm very happy for you, sir. Thank you. Sam, thank you so much, my friend. We'll definitely talk again soon. And uh good luck with everything.
1: Yeah, no problem, man. Thank you for having me on. It's been an honor.